Do you ever feel like you are fighting for financial knowledge? Well, now you can get it at no cost or obligation. You can get a copy of our hot off the press 401k survival guide or take advantage of a complimentary consultation valued at over $999. Call Kevin Frisbee at 800-998-5649. Again, that's 800-998-5649. This episode of Financial Safari is brought to you by Kevin Frisbee and Frisbee & Associates for all your retirement needs. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Remember when you were a kid and your grandparents would send you a little money for your birthday? Well, now it's your turn to write the grandma check. The concept is simple, but the art of grandma check giving can be tricky. Hi, this is Coach Pete. And if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin is uh, author of a great book called Every Dime Every Day. He's president of Frisbee and Associates. He is a fiduciary, an independent firm, and uh, so much more. Hey, Kevin, how's it going? Hey, great, Steve. How are you doing today? Very, very well. Uh, uh, this <laughs> this will be fun. You, you talk about a grandma check, and I, I guess we maybe all have uh, memories of that. And and um, But the thing is, is, is when it becomes... You know, I've got seven grandkids, so I, I get it when you start having to think, you know, to dole out the the, the 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 money, dole out the gifts. I mean, it, it can be a, it can be trouble. <laughs> I can see how a, a grandparent could get into trouble because you want to do what you want. You know, you want to be good. Of, of, of course. But at the end of the day, I've had many conversations with a lot of people over the years, and I love the fact that people are are uh, now coming around to the uh, the idea of gifting while they're still alive so they can watch the grandkids or even great-grandchildren uh, enjoy some of the, you know, monies, I guess, and stuff that they're going to inherit anyway. Right. And, and, and again, you don't have to die to see, see them use it and utilize it. So it's kind of a fun thing for me from, from, uh, from afar to, to be able to watch that with some of my clients. So when you, when folks, when you're having the conversation, you're putting together a plan and how often do they say, Hey, I want to, I want to include the grandkids. I want to make sure that they, you know, get this or that, or even just from the, the Christmas birthday standpoint where it's not quite so significant. Well, some people do uh, go a little bit overboard in, in giving, and I've I've seen that where they don't necessarily have a, enough money saved up for themselves, and all of a sudden they're the a lot of times they're the biggest givers right. um, to the grandkids and kids. So, um, and I've seen some kids and, and grandkids, frankly, take advantage of that. Um, and and I've actually had conversations with clients, Steve, that had, have said, you know, you're, you're jeopardizing your own retirement, uh, you know, because you don't have enough saved. Uh, you know, you're bailing out your grandkids or bailing out your kids for for certain circumstances, you ought to be careful. And I've had those conversations. But the flip side of that, I've had great conversations with people that have have saved a a great amount of money and they're never going to spend it. So, you know, I'm going to bring up, hey, have you thought about the gifting strategy and and starting to give some of that away? Um, One caution, and and a lot of people do this, they come in and they they become new clients and I'm asking them for beneficiary information. I had one just a couple of days ago and, uh, and, uh, the people usually say, well, I'm going to put my kids and then I'm going to put my grandkids. And I, then my, 
my next question is always, well, how old are the grandkids? And in this particular case, there were there were seven and nine. And I said, listen, I'd recommend not doing that because if, if something happens, a uh, seven and nine-year-old, uh, they're not going to inherit the money anyway. It's going to actually be controlled by their parents. And then I asked the questions, are your, your kids uh, married or not? You know, what happens if there's a divorce situation? So there's a lot of things. I I tell people, play, play the, the legal movie to the end. You know, what happens if you do pass away? What happens if your child goes through a divorce? What happens if, and all of a sudden your money could end up in somebody else's hands. It's not even part of your family that your, your intent was pure. Like most people's intent is pure. They want it to, to stay in the bloodline, but there, there's legal things that you need to do to make sure that that t- takes place, not just leaving grandkids, let's say as beneficiaries. That's, I mean, that's a great conversation to have with folks just so that to, to, sort of bring them into the loop, so to speak, because I guess a lot of folks wouldn't don't, don't really understand or or know why that would be a good or a bad idea. That, that's that's what I'm saying. They don't understand um, because they don't they've not experienced in their family. And I've I've seen case after case of uh, crazy things happen in life. Right. There's, yeah. there's things happening. And all of a sudden, again, the, the, their intent is pure. Um, you know, want to, they want to leave to the, to the kids and grandkids, but, but let's play out these scenarios and maybe let's do some legal planning, which is why, by the way, we partner with a couple, uh, estate planning firms here in the state of Maine that we get free consultations for our clients. Um, that is a, basically a $500 coupon. You know, if yeah. somebody comes in, becomes a client, they can sit with one of these attorneys for, for free for an hour That's and then do their consultations and then, and then maybe do some legal planning. Well, I mean, again, we're going to talk about some uh, some estate planning in the next segment as well. And and so, what kinds of things, from a creative standpoint, do, might you suggest if you say, "Hey, I want to I want to do something for the grandkids. I want to do it when when I'm still here." So, is it is it a college fund? Is it a? I mean, what what kinds of things do you see? There, there could be, like you mentioned, school or, or college fund. It, there could be a lot of things. Maybe they uh, set some money aside uh, in an account. We we do have some people that set up uh, investment accounts uh, with us. With the intent to pass it on to the grandchildren, but then I, I make sure my our clients own those accounts. Um, if the grandkids are uh, younger than eighteen, we're not going to put them in, as beneficiaries. We're going we're to list that out, and we're hopefully going to do some, maybe some uh, some estate planning again to make sure that that money gets to the grandkids when they turn a certain age, eighteen, let's say, or twenty, or whatever mm-hmm. that is. Um, so there's college funding. Um, there's paying off, uh, you know, some student debts. If, if they already have grandkids that have already gone through school and all of a sudden you, you want to help take that burden off of them. Um, there's, there's some of that I see, um, there's buying a, a, a first vehicle. I mean, you don't have to spend $40,000 for a vehicle for, for your, your child or grandchild, but right. maybe, maybe an, a good used vehicle for 10 or 15 grand. And, and all of a sudden, you know, you're staying within that gifting limit of $15,500. But by the way, that's the number for 2020, the amount that you can give away, to anybody and as many people as you want without ha- them having to worry about any any gift tax. Um, so I, there's again, there's a lot of creative things that we we have conversations about in in making sure that they you know what they want to do. Meaning my clients, if they want to give to the grandkids, how do we do that? Or, or kids, how do we do that? And so uh, from an educational standpoint, uh, you know, one of the I was having a conversation with somebody and they said that uh, they for their uh, for their grandkids, a couple of them, then when they got to be 12 or 13, they bought them some stock, basically opened a brokerage account um, and and bought stock. And that way that that way the, the grandchild can actually sort of feel ownership and and watch things grow. It, we've got uh, quite a few clients of ours that have done that for their grandkids. And um, I had one just recently, um, I don't know, a few months ago now, a uh, brand new grandchild, grandbaby. Uh, I think they called me like the week after the grandbaby was born and said, hey, we want, op- we want to open an account and put some money away. And again, I had the conversation with them as well. And, and they wanted to put the ownership of the account into the grand 
child's name. And I said, well, that's not, I wouldn't recommend doing that. I'd recommend just putting in your name and just set, set up a separate account, knowing that that's going to be an account for the grandchildren. So, or for that grandbaby. So yeah, you're right. It's, it's a matter of um, setting, setting up maybe um, a brokerage account and uh, buying some stock or buying some exchange traded funds, something like that, that the, that the grandchild can watch. And, and maybe let's say you get a, a 10, 12 or 14 year old grandchild and you want them to get uh, engaged with uh, learning about money and learning about markets. And maybe they have a job, a job part-time. And now uh, maybe if you set up an account, you own the account, but then they can contribute to the account and, and see that grow. Um, you know, that's, that's a fun thing, uh, for you to be able to be involved with your grandchildren in that way. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, especially if it's something that they're interested in, but you know, it might be, maybe it's Disney, maybe it's, uh, you know, whatever, a video game company, you know, whatever it might be, that would be, that would kind of be the kid's passion. Uh, and then, you know, they, they would see it grow and maybe they contribute their own money. As I said, it, it gets them engaged. It, it gets them interested in money and markets. And, uh, you know what, if you've amassed any kind of an estate, um, and I, I'm not saying millions of dollars, but if you've amassed anything, you want to make sure that who you pass it on to is going to be a good steward. And so if they're not engaged and don't understand money and markets, um, they likely have a less chance of, uh, of doing a good job with what you leave behind. And so again, it's kind of protecting or, or starting to set up and protect your, your future generations to, to be able to hand off what you've uh, saved and worked for all your life. Well, that's a, what a great way to look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, again, I have these conversations all the time, Steve. Where you know people want to say, "Hey, I know I'm going to leave money behind." You know, how do we do this effectively, tax efficiently, and and also making sure that uh, you know kids uh, and grandkids maybe have an understanding. I mean, I know there's there's a lot of privacy still around money, and I understand that, and it, that's okay. But but sometimes it's good to open up to your to your estate heirs um, of what's going on and where things are. Um, and kind of get them engaged a little bit, get them engaged with me as well as they're, as the uh, the advisor that's going to help transition that um, when somebody dies. Because it's not if somebody dies, it's when somebody dies. So let's get that fixed and set up where, where um, uh, you know, you, you can have an easy transition. That discussion about money, uh, is that a generational thing? It seems like, you know, like my parents were very closed mouth about it. And, and now it's like, you know, my kids, they're very open with me and, and I with them. So, I mean, is that... Is that what you find, or is that sort it, of the way it is? It, it totally is a generational thing. I mean, think about it. Anybody that's listening to the show right now will, will chuckle when I say this. Your, your parents are probably, uh, you know, 80, 85 years old. Anybody in that generation that has parents at that age right. or grandparents at that age know that they were raised in the Great Depression. They were very private, very proud people, and you can't pry information out of them. <laughs> They're just not giving enough. <laughs> exactly. So, exactly. And sometimes to the, yeah, and sometimes, Steve, to the detriment of them because- they they need help. They're not getting advice. They're they're maybe not paying attention to uh, I don't know their investments and funds and and maybe they are going to be facing down a uh, a nursing home type of event and all of a sudden it's going to be too late uh, to do some planning if if something like that happens. So um, I've seen that and I'm, I'm not just saying that I've seen that a lot where people are too tight lipped, aren't open to the kids, uh, particularly when they get up to the, those ages, and all of a sudden something happens and nothing was protected. Because you got a five-year look-back period to be able to uh, shuffle things around, do some legal planning uh, before anything can be protected. Wow. All right. Well, and again, so the thing is, is if you want to, if you want to leave things, or if you want to sort of share your wealth with the kids or grandkids, uh, it should be part of the conversation that they have with you. 
It, it will be part of the conversation. If okay. they, uh, they come in, have the consultation. If they're clients, they know that I have that conversation all the time with people. And, uh, and that's going to be an ongoing thing with us. So, folks, if you'd like to have that conversation with Kevin, now would be a great time to give him a call and get on the calendar. Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Hey, folks, there it is. It's a great way to be able to, to sit down and, and take that financial roadmap, begin to make it work for you. Kevin and the team at Frisbee & Associates are there for you to take a lot of complex financial world, turn it into something that just makes sense. Here's a chance for you to get a true, practical financial review. And it's a phone call away, 800-998-5649. The next 10 callers are going to get that comprehensive financial review that Kevin just described. You're going to get all the extras that go along with it, the portfolio analysis, the, the portfolio x-ray, the social security analysis. And then when you walk out, you'll have that roadmap that we talk about that can really help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. Preparing for retirement isn't just about money. When we come back, we get some tips that could help you keep your hard-earned dollars in the family even after you're gone. There are a lot of components to your retirement, and it certainly can seem overwhelming. It's time to establish a partnership with a professional who can provide you with a written plan, the proper strategies, and then be there with you along the way. That's Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649, 800-998-5649. You've worked all your life. You've saved. You've played by the rules. Now it's time to retire. Here's the question. Who do you want relaxing and taking it easy? Your nest egg or you? Well, of course, you want to relax and travel and enjoy. And sorry, nest egg, you've got more work to do. For a retirement that maximizes your portfolio, your social security, avoids unnecessary risks, and protects you from pitfalls, and frankly lets you retire and keeps the nest egg working, you need a retirement partner. You need someone looking out for your best interest and building a plan for you based on your situation. You need Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649. Kevin Frisbee at 800-998-5649.
Hey, we are back on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin is, uh, of course, president, Frisbee and Associates, having a great conversation. And, and uh, so we talked about the grandma check last time. This time, we're going to get into a little bit about estate planning um, and how to, you know, what we should begin to do. And I know a lot of folks don't want to talk about this because because it spells the end, but but it's it's really important, isn't it? It, it's it's critically important, not really important, and, and it ties into some of the things we started to touch on in the first segment. And I do uh, one of my seminars is called an asset preservation workshop. Right. It's a two hour seminar we do all over the state of Maine, and we have typically a legal part in that seminar. Um, sometimes we have an estate planning attorney in, or I do the, the legal piece and go through um, this slide. And uh, I'm, I'm telling people all the time, part of why we're bringing this up as as financial advisors is because. We can do a great job, right, on the financial side, but if people have not done the correct legal planning and an event happens and all of a sudden now their money is squandered because the legal planning wasn't done correctly or done at all, um, then it, you know, all our work was done for nothing, basically. So, um, yeah, I think the, the legal part conversation has to happen. If, if you come in and have that consultation with us, it's going to happen. I can promise you that. And so let's talk about some of the, the, the really the big four, four documents that you really should have in place right now. And if you don't, you, it's not too late, but it, you don't want it to be too late. Yeah, you don't want it to be too late. If you listen to the show and uh, and you know you haven't had an, a major event, right now is the time to get some of this stuff done. And and uh, I, I would tell you right now, a couple of the things, the, the, the big important ones are, let's start with a durable power of attorney. Um, this is something, you know, I have cases where people, I had a case uh, recently, um, clients are going through a divorce. And so uh, this guy took off to Canada and she called me up asking about his account that he had with me. Uh, he had a retirement account with me. And and I frankly had to be straight up with her. And she's a beneficiary and I, I know this woman and, and, and I really like her. But I said, listen, I cannot give you any information on his account, even though you're married still, because you're not owner of the account. You're only the beneficiary. And unless you provide me with a financial power of attorney, I can't give you information. And I apologize. And I, I, it was heartbreaking for me to tell her that. Yeah. But that's how serious this is. I can tell you right now, it, it's just like... It's just like when you look at, um, uh, you know, like go, like uh, uh, going to the hospital, right? I mean, right. it used to be you could call up and get a, 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 an update on somebody that was in, in the hospital. You can't do that anymore because of the privacy laws and HIPAA laws and those type of things. Same thing on the financial side. If you don't have that power of attorney, um, people can't access your funds and, and find out information, that type of thing, if you get incapacitated. I, I will, here's a huge caution. Uh, there was a financial advisor recently that was re-indicted. Um, you know, he's in jail and he was re-indicted for all kinds of other, uh, cases where he, he had stolen, uh, several million dollars from a, uh, couple clients estates in the Bangor Maine area. And so what happened was they made him the power of attorney on their assets. And so what I tell people is it's critically important. Whoever you give this authority to has the ability to step in your shoes and make financial decisions. All right. Good, bad, or indifferent. It's just the way it is. Uh, yes, it this it obviously you're supposed to do it in your best interest, but obviously it doesn't always happen like that. So, in order to prevent something like that, or or at least uh, slow down the chance of something like that happening, you ought to have two uh, people appointed so that there's a checks and balances. Okay, have two people, have a professional, have a family member, something like that, but have two people appointed so that there's a checks and balances. So two people have to sign off on before any financial matters uh, get executed. That's so my my recommendation. 
I like the sound of that, and and it makes perfect sense. So, are, are we talking there about the durable power of attorney? Yeah, the durable power of attorney. Um, as I said, if you get incapacitated, it, it allows somebody to make financial decisions, sign a a, a check, uh, make deposits, pay bills. Uh, sign a tax return, all that kind of stuff. Okay, so that's one of the documents that we need. Another one is the uh, is the will, and it seems I think a lot of people think, well, if I've got a will, I'm covered. Yeah, the the state of Maine has a will. The state of New Hampshire, if you listen to the show, has a will for you. And I say that with tongue in cheek because, and it's not sarcastic. It's it's reality that there's a next to kin protocol. If something happens, it's going to go to whoever your next of kin is. And I, I've I've had a case where uh, people come in; they were sixty something odd years old, no no kids, and uh, still had their parents alive. Their parents were eighty eight, eighty nine years old. And I said, "Well, what happens if you don't have a will? What happens to your your estate?" I, I knew it was going to happen, but I was quizzing them uh, to find out if they knew. They said, "Well, I don't know." And I said, "Well, it's going to go to your parents, who are you, you know, who are your eighty eight years old, eighty nine years old. By the way, one of them was in a nursing home." So then I was playing that movie to the end for them saying, hey, do you want your money, your estate to go to the nursing home? Because if your parents inherit that, if something happens to you, all of a sudden that's that's attachable by the nursing home that they're in. Um, so yeah, there's a lot to, to be considered. And, and you, you've got the last will and testament. Probably that's the third most important document. The financial power attorney is the first. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, the second. And then the, I think the healthcare directive. That's a big um, What they call the advanced directive, I think is the most important. Um, document. And that says, if you are incapacitated, who's going to make uh, healthcare decisions for you? And you remember the uh, the, the Terry Schiavo um, story right. back in, the, I think she was back in the 90s, right? Yeah. Um, out St. Petersburg, Florida. My aunt uh, Jean was actually a nurse for Terry Schiavo for some time. So she was, a. it was a case, I think she was in an accident. She was 30s, I'm going to guess, going through a divorce. And so uh, she became incapacitated. Uh, and all of a sudden, the, the soon-to-be ex-husband wanted to pull the plug, and then her parents wanted to keep her alive, and it went all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court, and, and it was decided on. But point being is it, it would have never gone there if she had the proper health care directives uh, and the advanced directives for health care put in place. And that means, I mean, that health care directive, that doesn't matter if you're 20 or if you're 80. It's really important to have that in place. It is important because if you're above 18 years old, again, because of the HIPAA laws and privacy uh, laws, uh, your parents, let's say you're 20 years old, your parents, something happened to you, they can't go get information on you because you're an adult. And so that, you know, it, it's critically important to get that stuff laid out. And again, it's a simple document. I mean, healthcare directives, you can get that done cheaply. The durable financial power of attorney, you can get that done cheaply. And then the last will and testament is the third in line of importance. And that's not expensive. It's it's insurance. Basically, you're buying insurance to make sure things happen as you uh, wish them to happen. Absolutely. And then uh, then the fourth document uh, is the uh, the transfer on death or payable on death. That one is, I can see where that's a little, that that's important though. It's critically important. And so the transfer upon death, when we when people come in and want to do an investment account with us that is a non-IRA, we do a TOD form, transfer upon death. Who's going to be the beneficiaries of that? Who's, who's it going to transfer upon your passing? Here's a critical thing as far as legal planning too. People come in, I had a case, um, beneficiary designations is critically important, Steve. And let me give you a quick, quick uh, story. I had a client pass away uh, last March. He was married. They, they both had accounts here. There was one account that he had left at uh, another firm here in Lewiston. I'm um, not going to name the firm, but they had done such sloppy work. And let me explain what I mean by that. They had left 
uh, when they set up the account on an on an IRA he had there, they had put the estate of as the beneficiary, primary beneficiary instead of the spouse, specific spouse in her name with her, her date of birth. When he passed away, she come in for me to help clean things up and, and help her transfer her his accounts to her name and all that kind of thing. We had tried to do that with that account and come to find out she had to go hire an attorney. She had to put that one IRA account through the probate process, had to have it paid out to a probate account, to an estate account. It was a fully taxable event. It cost her about $15,000 in unnecessary tax just because the beneficiary designation wasn't properly done. Wow. And so I, I'll tell you right now, you talk about you know people coming in and talking about leaving grandkids or not putting proper beneficiary designations. It, it's sloppy work. And and if you if you're not sure, contact your financial person and make sure things are done and, and done properly. If you're coming in here, we're going to make sure things are going to get going to get done properly. The other thing is when you talk about um, leaving beneficiary designations, specific people with percentages. It avoids the probate process, so it doesn't become public record. That's a big important thing for for some people uh, to you know to to make sure that your 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 account gets passed instead of going through the probate process, which could take nine to twelve months. Sure. Well, so how important is the secondary beneficiary? I mean, I know you know we'll put our spouse on there, but what if you're both gone? I mean, then that becomes uh, critical too. It does become critical. So yeah, some, God forbid something happens to both of you at the same time, who's going to be your contingent beneficiaries? And this is where it gets choppy sometimes and there's mixed families. And, uh, you know, I had a case recently where uh, uh, a high school friend of mine uh, was a caretaker for a woman and uh, she had grandchildren she hadn't seen in years. And so this guy had been taking care of this woman. Uh, her husband had passed. And so she passed and left him a, a substantial amount of money. And But she also left the grandkids, I think, $5,000 a piece. It was a couple, three grandkids, whatever it was. And, and there was a, almost a million dollar estate. Well, the grand, grandkids tried to sue. And uh, so there was no case there because she had named them in a will, left them money, and she was ticked off because they had never reached out to her, never never was in her life and never responded to her for several years. So why would she, I can understand her, her point, right? Why would she leave money or anything to the grandkids? Sure. Um, because she was kind of, you know, upset about it, right? Rightfully so. Understand. And yeah, understandable. So she had done the proper legal work, had gone to an attorney, had witnesses, had the power of attorney, had all that done. So the, the, the grandkids had no case to stand. Uh, so again, when you look at beneficiary designations and then the secondary beneficiaries, um, critically to, critically important to make sure that gets done and, and make sure your will has things. If you want to keep somebody out of the will, you want to name them uh, in the will so that they don't have a contestable case against the will. There's, again, there's a lot of things on the legal side that, that uh, need to be talked about. Well, this is something that, folks, if you're interested in and, and if you haven't done these things yet, now would be a great time to give Kevin a call and just start that conversation. That's right, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. 
for the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. 800-998-5649. You're going to get that comprehensive financial review plus all the extras that Kevin just talked about. You're going to get, then when you walk out, you're going to have that roadmap that we talk about that's going to help get you to where you need to be and where you want to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, that's 800-998-5649. We normally don't encourage procrastination, but in this case, putting off retirement for even a year can potentially get your huge positive dividends. And now a nightmare retirement consultation. Yeah, no pain, no gain, right? No risk, no reward, right? We're going all risks, see? We're going to put everything you got in the market. You're going to love it. Don't walk, run from that office and go to your future retirement partner with your best interest in mind, with a retirement plan that includes income and protection, proper distribution of your assets so you can sleep well at night. That's Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649, Banks, that's right, the place that you put your money, the place that you put off going to until you absolutely have to. I mean, come on, who really looks forward to walking in, filling out deposit slips, talking to tellers, just another thing to add to the drive home from your long work day, and it's time that you don't have, but fortunately for us, that is all about to change, at least if current market trends keep the way they are. The days of visiting your local branch only to be met with waiting and tedious deposit slips, that might all be over and we can rejoice together. Much like shopping and dining out technology is changing the way we bet. Many consumers already taking advantage of mobile deposit, bank apps, debit cards. They've been around for decades. When's the last time anybody has really carried a large amount of cash on them? I know I don't anymore. With each new convenience feature, it seems that there's less reason to travel out of your way and take your time just to visit a brick and mortar location, which begs the question, are these storefront locations an unnecessary expense for banks and an unnecessary fixture for you? And it would seem that Simon Matthews, who's the chief strategy officer for Extractable, would agree. In June 3rd of 2015, in an article for the financial brand titled The Uberization of Banking, Matthews actually points out that many industries are already seeing a benefit in holding limited or in some case even no assets. Airbnb, the world's largest accommodation provider, actually doesn't own any real estate outside of its offices. Alibaba, the world's most valuable retailer, holds no physical inventory of its own. Facebook, the social media giant, doesn't produce any of its own content. And Uber, we all know it, we all love it, but did it ever occur to you that they do not own a single vehicle in their fleet? And these business models are great for both the consumer and the business owner. The consumer enjoys lower prices due to no production costs, no maintenance costs. The businesses themselves get to enjoy all of their revenue and banks are noticing. Some credit unions are offering locations that are essentially unmanned with any transaction being handled at an enhanced ATM with a remote teller via a screen and a telephone and only employing a sole receptionist. Now this is working out great for them because not only did they 
they enjoy more revenue, but it's also more secure with the cash being stored in strong boxes inside of a machine with no physical access to it. With all of these benefits and an enhanced customer experience requiring virtually no time or effort on their part, the only question remaining is who is going to step up and revitalize this industry? Who knows? Maybe it'll be one of our listeners. We're back on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm Consumer Advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin is, uh, well, author of Every Dime Every Day. We've talked about that before. President of Frisbee and Associates. And uh, so, <laughs> yeah, when you say procrastination and you're in favor of it, there must be a reason, <laughs> Kevin, because that doesn't happen very often. It doesn't. I had somebody come in, uh, I don't know, a couple months ago now saying he'd listened to every show for the last five years. And I said, well, why did you procrastinate so long to give us a call? I said, well, I just wasn't ready. Now now I'm ready. Um, <laughs> well, so, good. Just think about that for a second. If listening all that time, if you feel like you get to know you, and and oh, no, you know the no beauty is when when you sit down with Kevin face to face, he's the same guy. <laughs> oh, totally. I mean, yeah. we'd have a problem if that wasn't true, Steve. Right? right. I mean, of course. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, you know, no doubt about it. He he listened literally to every single show every weekend all the way back for the last five plus years. And, uh, you know, you do get to know me because this is me. This is conversational. Uh, clients, uh, you know, listen often and come back into the office and say, I heard you say this and, you know, tell me about this. And, and uh, you know, it's funny because when they come in, they're already clients. Keep that in mind. When they come in and say, well, I heard you say this, they forgot we had talked about that early on and we just, they just never acted on things. So now they're listening to my show, re-educating uh, or, or rehashing some of the things we had covered, but they didn't, they didn't retain or they didn't uh, quite get uh, maybe at some point. So now- it's 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 all tied together as a whole education process, right? Sure. Well, absolutely, and that's really what you do. Probably more than anything else, is is you educate, you teach. Yeah, that's right. And uh, you know, it, it, everybody in the group here at Frisbee Associates does the same approach. It's uh, otherwise they wouldn't be allowed here at Frisbee Associates. The education approach. We're all teachers at heart. We want to bring everything into the table and and help people make the best decision for what's going on. Every everything from financial matters, legal planning. Uh, Medicare, uh, being Medicare season, we've got open enrollment right now, and our Medicare guys are just uh, straight out uh, helping a tremendous amount of people here in Maine and and uh, New Hampshire. And so, yeah, it it uh, it's a fun thing for us right now. It's it's just uh, we're we're clicking on all cylinders. I like that. And and uh, folks, if you'd like to get a head start, it's 800-998-5649. So we're talking about even putting off retirement for a year. If someone comes in and says, I, I'm done, I can't take anymore, is it a difficult conversation to say, really, if you waited just a little bit longer, it'd be a lot better? Yeah, I have it often. And I had one just recently. She's been a client for a few years. She's a nurse. And I understand nurses don't want to go back in. I mean, it's just, it's not the same as it used to be. So, but she, she worked, she works as a nurse in a psych ward. And so even tougher, right? It's not just yeah. uh, regular patients. You're talking about uh, dangerous patients in some cases. So she came in and made her case. And I said, listen, you know, I, I got to tell you, it's not, it, you're putting yourself in jeopardy. This was the conversation just a few weeks ago. I said, you're putting yourself in jeopardy if you get done right now. And I'm sorry to tell you that, but that's just the way it is. Um, she, she, she finangled some sort of way. She's going to do some per diem stuff. So that's going to help her out. But, but if you, you got to make sure you're ready financially to retire. You might be ready and, and just had it and uh, at the end of the rope. And, and I understand that, um, you know, maybe you find something else and do some part-time work uh, to, to kind of stumble into 
when you can completely be ready. But you don't want to just get done because you, you're you're tired and upset. You you want to make sure financially it's the right move for you. And even after you've retired, you're out of the workforce. Uh, how how often do people come back to you and say, "I kind of want to go back to work"? <laughs> so, often, it, yeah, especially if they're younger. Um, Somebody's younger, you know, let's say in their 50s, high 50s, they got a lot of potential time in front of them. Uh, You know, you might have 30, 35 years of of retirement. So that's, you know, that what do you do with all that time? Um, Some people stay busy and have a knack of being able to do that, no problem. But some people aren't. And so, yeah, they come back after a year or two and say, well, I'm done all my honey-do list. Um, now I'm, I'm, I need to find something to do. And then they'll go. And sometimes it's not about the money, Steve. It's about going to be social. It's about going to interact with people. It's about just doing something with some of the time of day that you have. And when you think big picture, we're talking about maybe staying on to work for a little while longer. And, and that can have such a positive impact in the success of your retirement so that you can do those things that you want to do. That's true. Um, you know, let's say you work an extra year and all of a sudden you you have uh, certain benefits and let's say you, you know, coming towards the end of the year and let's say you want to get done uh, at the end of the year. Well, why not work into January a couple of weeks and get adva- take advantage of the v- vacation time that gets uh, accrued that you can get for the next year and, and some of the other benefits, med- medical. If you work one day into the month, you're covered for the whole month at, uh, if you have medical insurance. Um, so you don't need a Medicare plan or, or healthcare plan until the following month. So financially, uh, there's some there's some things that you can look at to kind of stretch that out and, and get a little bit more benefit. Um, if you have a pension and you're working, uh, you know, for let's say a municipality, if you're a police officer, fireman, that type of thing, your your pension is based on the last three major years of your income. So this is why you see some of these people that have pensions you know, breaking their neck, uh, trying to get as much overtime and trying to <laughs> trying to ro- run that number up, right? To, right. Uh, to get as, as high a pension as possible. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just part. And I, I have a cousin that just got a, took a sergeant job uh, in the uh, Lewiston Police Department. He's been 20 something years. And I said, what are you? And he's got a night shift now. I said, what are you crazy? He says, after being a day shift, uh, you know, detective, now you're going to a sergeant and it's a night shift. He says, wait, you got to understand. I got a handful of years left to retire, so <laughs> I got a raise. I'm, I'm going to get more money, and it's going to affect my pension. I said, enough said. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, so if someone put a plan together, you know, let's say when they were in their early 50s and now they're in their early 60s, it's time to take a look at that plan and see if they really are ready and what we can do to sort of enhance that along the way. And that may be may involve working a little bit longer. And you know what? If somebody's already a client, they if you listen to the show, you know what I'm talking about here. They know that we meet every six months or a year, depending on their need, and make sure that that plan stays on track. And so if you're not getting that with an advisor or you don't have an advisor at all, it's worth giving a call and having a consultation just for that to figure out, hey, can or could we be somebody that could walk you down that road and constantly you know, keep you on track as best we can and do that as a team effort? Team effort meaning you as a client and us as an advisor, let's let's figure out how how to get you to that end game safely. Meaning you don't have a slip up. You you make sure you're there. Make sure you don't run out of money. Right. Uh, which is by the way is the biggest fear of, of uh, retirees in the United States. Make sure you're going to keep up with inflation. Make sure you're going to minimize your taxes. I, I mean, I could go on and on about the parts of the plan that are are important to keep keep on track. 
And as we look at this, how often have you seen a company allow someone to sort of go part-time? In other words, they've been full-time for 25, 30 years, and then they're just kind of back off. Maybe they can be a mentor. Maybe they can just kind of ease into retirement. Is that something that you see? Yeah. You know, they, some people will get done and come back as a consulting, uh, as a role. Uh, you know, if you're a nurse, you can maybe do some per diem. Um, you know, yeah, I see it often and there's value in, in bringing and keeping people on that have experienced, you know, maybe decades with your company. Right. Um, unfortunately some companies look at people that have, uh, some season on them and say, you know, you're too costly to us. And, and they don't look at it. Uh, they look at them as a number and it's a business. They don't look at it as a benefit to help so maybe some younger employees and 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 uh, and guide them along and mentor them, and it's unfortunate. So it's a mix, Steve. I see both sides. Yeah. It's unfortunate that the people that are you know at sixty years old, sixty two years old, uh, they get shafted basically is, is the word I'm going to use. Yeah, and they expect it to be there till sixty five, and and all of a sudden there's a company here that uh, just uh, cut off uh, a bunch of employees, and one guy come in, um, he's 60, uh, 62 years old, sixty years old. I'm sorry. And he said, I, I wasn't expecting this and uh, it was premature. He's going to be okay because he's done a good job. But he says, all of a sudden, you know, we, we're basically a number after giving 30, in his case, at 38 or 39 years to this one company. Wow. I mean, you would think that that from a big picture, they'd see the value in that in that person who's given so much for so long. They 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 know where the uh, the bodies are buried, so to speak. That that That's absolutely right. And, and you know what? They, he was upset and he had a right to be upset because he had, he had committed... 38, 39 years of his life to this company. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, you you get a note and they walk you to the door and you got 30 minutes to clean your desk. Wow. That that kind of thing. That's it's not the way to treat people. I don't care what company is, but that's that's unfortunately what corporate America does sometimes. Um, and and yeah, you you don't, they don't look at you as the value that you can bring to mentoring and, and bringing in some of the younger uh, younger people that are going to be your future, uh, you know, for your business. It, it, it's unfortunate, but that happens. Well, and that's one of the value, uh, really, of, of working with someone like you, Kevin. You're a fiduciary, an independent advisor. In other words, you're looking out for us and only us and, and can help us get to that point and, and maybe see things a little differently. You take the emotion out and you just kind of let the math tell the story. Well, that's it. The numbers don't lie. Um, you know, and I can look from a, from the 10,000 foot view and, and without the emotion and help people. Uh, you know, put that puzzle together. And it's difficult for people sometimes to, 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 you know, try to not have the emotion about it. But in this guy's case, he came in, he had, a, a, I would say, a substantial 401k account, um, a lot of good things going on, some rental properties. He's 60 years old only. And I'm like, you're going to be perfectly fine. This is how we do this. And this is how we laid out a plan. And he, he, he felt better after, but he, it didn't take the the anger away that he had still towards the company that just cut him loose after so long. No kidding. Well, folks, if, if you're in a situation like that, or maybe you anticipate being in a situation like that, now would be a great time to give Kevin a call and make sure you're ready. That's right, Steve. For the next 10 people who call us right now, we're going to offer a complimentary financial review of your entire financial and retirement plan. There's no cost for this visit. It's simply a chance for you to get an education about your money so that you can make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. We found that most people don't have a true understanding of three basic things. They don't know how much money they're paying in fees and commissions. And they don't know how much unnecessary risk they're taking with their nest eggs. And they don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. We will sit down with you and help you understand all of those issues. Many of our radio listeners who go through this process eventually become clients, but others don't. This process isn't designed to turn every listener into a client. It's just an extension of the education that we try to offer on the show. But we can't give specific advice for your unique situation on the radio 
So this is an opportunity for you to get answers to some of your specific questions or maybe even answers to some questions that you didn't even know you needed to be asking. If you call right now and you're one of the next 10 callers, not only will you get a financial review and second opinion package worth $499, but when you come in, you also get a copy of this brand new hot off the press special report that Coach Pete just released for radio listeners only. It's called the Retirement Alpha. It's a nine-page special report about building a solid retirement in a zero-interest environment. Now, keep in mind, folks, the review alone is worth $499, but this report is invaluable and could save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars in taxes through retirement. So, for the next 10 callers, we'll make some time in our calendar to visit with you and give you this complimentary financial roadmap. Hey, folks, it's a great time to sit down, put that financial roadmap together once and for all. Kevin and the team at Frisbee and Associates, yep, they can take a lot of complex financial world, everything from Social Security claiming strategy. He talked about Medicare. Yep, we're in the midst of open enrollment. And yeah, you can get some help there, too. And it's all there for you. And it's a phone call away. It's 800-998-5649. Get that comprehensive financial review. Find out where you stand today. And more importantly, then walk out with that roadmap, the guide that's going to give you the confidence that you need that can really help get you to where you want to be and where you see yourself when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, that's 800-998-5649. We're crafting answers to your questions. Details when we come right back. Such a blow to invest. Do it right now. It takes courage to face up to things like volatile markets and Wall Street money traps. If you're worried, unsure, or losing sleep about your money, do something about it. Call Kevin Frisbee at 800 998 5649. Again, that's 800 998 5649. Funny money or not so funny money? This time, we're talking about funny money. Two stories here, one of a kind man, the other of an honest man. In 1919, the common story goes, J.D. McMahon, a Philadelphia oil man and promoter, swindled investors after making them believe he would build a 480-foot high-rise office building in Wichita Falls, Texas. Instead, they got a 480-inch, that's 40 feet, four-story building with no stairway, also known as the world's littlest skyscraper. Legend has it McMahon took the money and went on the run. When investors tried to sue him, a judge told them that they had approved the building exactly as it was built. None of the investors had noticed that the scale on the blueprints was in inches instead of feet. Now to the honest man. In 1984, Detective Robert Cunningham was at Sal's Pizzeria near Yonkers, New York, when he was about to pay his bill. He made a deal with his server, Phyllis Penzo, that instead of paying her a tip, they would split the winnings of a $1 lottery ticket he had just purchased. Well, on April 1st, yes, April Fool's Day, weird timing, he called up Penzo to tell her that he had just won $6 million with that ticket and she was entitled to half of it. The two would split $285,715 a year for the next 21 years. From con to honesty, that's funny money. I'm Dave Perkins. 
Hey, we're back on Financial Safari with uh, Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin is uh, president of Frisbee and Associates, having a great conversation today, as always. And now we are getting to the part where we hear from listeners. And um, so, Kevin, we haven't really talked about uh, uh, seminars. You're doing some seminars? Yeah, we have a schedule of seminars. Um, let's see. Let me look at uh, my calendar here and figure out what uh, up and coming. We have a retirement income planning workshop going to be on the 27th in Brewer, Maine. Okay. Um, that's going to be at Jeff's Catering. And then we've got a virtual uh, retirement income planning workshop. We're going to be uh, able to send you a link to on uh, November 4th. So if you want to still uh, participate in that seminar, the retirement income planning workshop, we talk about social security planning, putting an income plan in place, what that looks like. Uh, that's going to be November 4th. You can get signed up for that. And in Farmington, Maine, we have an asset preservation workshop. It's going to be November 9th uh, on a Monday, Monday morning from 10 a.m. until noon. Okay, great. So folks, these, these are in-person seminars uh, and then the virtual follows that. But uh, I mean, again, how how much fun are you having now that you're able to get together with people and, and what's the turnout like? You know, the turnout's been better than I expected. Um, obviously, I love getting up and, and uh, you know, and Lance comes and does the speaking. I missed for all those months, uh, you know, seeing people and interacting because I'm a, I'm a social guy. I like to be out there around people and having conversations and seeing the smiles on people's faces. Right. So I'm, I'm glad to be back at doing that. All right, folks, if you want to learn more, 800-998-5649. Let's jump into a couple of questions here while we still have some time. Uh, Jimmy's in Scarborough. He writes and he says, I'm 52 years old. I'm tired of both the rat race and workplace politics. With the virus, it feels even worse. I've saved about $800,000 in trading, $800,000 in my 401k, and $300,000 in a house. I also have six months worth of emergency funds. I don't have any debt. I'm not married, have no real family. No one in my family has lived past 80. Do I have enough to retire now? Wow. Gee, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy. Well, good. Nice work. It's yeah. <laughs> a lot of good heavy lifting that you've done right there. Um, you're 52 only. Uh, I would say on the top line, looking at uh, you know or listening to what you you have for for assets. Um, yeah, I think you have enough to retire. But then my question would be, what are you going to do with your time? You're only 52. Yeah. Um, that that'd be my biggest question. But if you put this together, you've got 1.6 million in monies, and aside from your your house of 300,000, everything's paid off, which is great. Besides your emergency fund. But if you take a 1.6 million and all of a sudden you you do a six percent annual withdrawal rate, even now. You're talking about having, uh, you know, about ninety hundred thousand dollars in income just from taking the interest at six percent off of your investments. So, is it doable? Completely. Okay, but again, like you said, he's only fifty-two. What are what are you going to do? I, I mean, yeah, I mean, time creeps up on you, and, and yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a long time in front of you, probably. But <laughs> exactly. and, and again, if as he says here, if nobody's in, in his family's lived past eighty, um, that's still twenty-eight years. Yeah, uh, you know, potentially. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, it's a good long while. Well, Jimmy, if you want to know more, eight hundred nine nine eight five six four nine. Maybe have that conversation. Louise is in Belfast. She says, "I am the named beneficiary for my brother's annuity four hundred one k. Now he died in February. His union said I have to roll that over into an inherited IRA." I'm told the law changed in de December 2019, and I should roll it into a beneficiary IRA. What's the best way to take the payouts? Great question, Louise. Thanks for writing in. Um, sorry to you know that you lost your brother, obviously, to uh, to to have this question. You inherited the the pension basically from the union, and so they're 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 right in saying you should roll it into a beneficiary IRA. You got to be careful with these beneficiary IRAs. You got to make sure it's a direct transfer. You can't cash it out and then put it into a beneficiary IRA. The, the IRS doesn't allow that, and they won't allow you to put it back into and then do the transfer back. I had a, actually had a case with a client where mom had passed 
left a million dollars to uh, the two kids and the, the son was the executor and he was doing the right thing and, and had the accounts uh, liquidated to be able to have the checks sent to the kids. And all of a sudden it was $500,000 a piece. It, was a, it created a full tax event because it couldn't be put back into a beneficiary IRA. If he'd have done the transfer um, directly, then they could have avoided the $185,000 in taxes they Ouch. each had to pay in the 500000 Wow. So yeah, Louise, be careful with that. Make sure it's done correctly. And so yeah, you want to change it. Uh, you want to turn it into a beneficiary IRA. The law that changed eliminated the stretch IRA provision, and now it's going to force you to take those funds out over a 10-year period. So you can you can wait and do it all at the end. Probably not that's that that's not going to be the best thing. Or you do it in portions over the ten years. Um, so if you need help with that and, and to make sure you don't step on a landmine, give us a call. Yeah, really, because it sounds like there's a few landmines out there. Eight hundred nine nine eight five six four nine. Let's take a look here and uh, go to Patrick in uh, Old Orchard Beach. Um, he says, "My wife has been retired from the workforce for eight years, and the two of us have about seven hundred fifty thousand dollars in assets and no debt." I'm 63. She's 62. Our combined Social Security benefits today would be more than adequate to sustain our current lifestyle. Is there any point in waiting an additional three years to retire at full retirement age if I can comfortably live off Social Security benefits now? Great question. Um, you've got enough funds. It, it, this is kind of a coin flip, all right? Could be, it, there's no right or wrong, but let's just kind of walk through this briefly. Um, you've got enough funds, 750000 to be able to be okay, you know, doing your withdrawals, depending on your, your budget need, but I'm going to guess it's going to be enough because um, if you take 6% of the 750000 it's what, 40, 40 something odd thousand a year that you could draw and, and only take the interest, never touch the principal. Um, your combined Social Security, more adequate uh, than, than what your budget need is. So is there, a, is there a point waiting? I'll tell you right now, the answer is probably no. Um, why would you wait if you, can, if you can retire younger at 62 and 63, have the means to do it, and have more time to be able to go enjoy things. And, you know, because you don't know how long you have. You don't know how your health is going to hold up. You want to be be able to actively do stuff, right, when you're younger and have the means to do it. So I, I wouldn't say there's a reason to wait. No, okay. I wouldn't. All right. So, I mean, and because even, like you said, if they can do it, that why, yeah, why wait? I mean, you're going to make more on Social Security, but they don't want to, but they obviously don't want to or don't really need to. Don't don't need to. And, and 750000 if you glean 6% off of that and, and, and just take the interest and never touch the principal, there's another, you know, three three to $4,000 a month. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's completely doable. I don't see... I, there's no sense in waiting, really. If you can retire now, why not? Why not? All right, fair enough. 800-998-5649. We got time for another one. Let's go to Michael in Searsport. He says, I'm 66 years old. I own my own company. I own my own company. I have $300,000 balance in my SEP IRA. I'd like to retire in two years. What steps should I be taking now to make sure I'm getting the most out of it and not getting kicked in taxes? Yeah, great question, Michael. Uh, thanks for writing in. So $300,000 balance in your SEP IRA, self-employed IRA for people that don't know what a SEP is. Um, once you retire in a couple of years, you should be looking at uh, maybe coming in and, and doing some uh, uh, position that SEP into an, a SEP IRA uh, or maybe move some of it to a traditional IRA and get it better managed. I don't know what the risk is in your portfolio right now. You didn't indicate that. Um, I'd be concerned more about risk in, in the in the investments right now than it would be taxes. Taxes, you're not going to have to worry because if you do a rollover uh, to a traditional IRA or keep it as a SEP, um, you're only going to be taxed as you start taking that money out. 
And if we do it properly, it won't, it shouldn't be much. It sure. shouldn't be bad, I should say. Yeah. Um, but, but I'd be more concerned with the risk of the portfolio where you're only two years away from retirement than I would be the taxes at this point. Okay. So, I mean, as we start to uh, kind of wind things down here, by the way, it's 800-998-5649, Michael, if you want to get in. Um, you know, we've got, um, what, uh, we've got an election looming around the corner. Um, are people concerned, Kevin? Very concerned. Um, you know, I've had conversations uh, for many months uh, with people, and I've, I've, uh, we've repositioned our, our clients into a conservative platform anyway. We did that about two months ago, um, just to get past November three and make sure November three is not contested. That's the biggest concern that I have personally. Is if if, if the market, if the election is contested and we linger into December or worse yet January, um, the market's not not going to like that at all. If we have a clean election. And all of a sudden, it's not contested. And uh, and frankly, if Trump gets reelected, uh, he's going to put a stimulus package out there. He's going to have an infrastructure package out there. I think the markets are off to the races in 2021 and 22 um, until we get to the ne- next uh, election, which is going to be the midterm. So sure. I think we get a couple potential good years of market. So I would encourage people, if you're concerned, maybe take a step back and get a handle on your risk. Um, and I, will, I would also encourage people to vote based on your finances. Don't vote on... Uh, any any noise that you hear in the news, go based on your base base vote based on your financial matter. Well, that's great advice. I like that. I hadn't thought about that, Kevin, but that makes sense. It does make sense. I mean, think about it. I mean, if if you're going to be affected negatively or positively in your finances by the vote that's coming up, well, you make the choice, right? Right. Okay, done. <laughs> Folks, <laughs> if you would like to have a conversation, if you want to make sure your plan is where it needs to be right now, now would be a great time to give Kevin a call. That's right, Steve. For the next 10 people who call us right now, we're going to offer a complimentary financial review of your entire financial and retirement plan. There's no cost for this visit. It's simply a chance for you to get an education about your money so that you can make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. We found that most people don't have a true understanding of three basic things. They don't know how much money they're paying in fees and commissions. They don't know how much unnecessary risk they're taking with their nest eggs. And they don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. We will sit down with you and help you understand all of those issues. Many of our radio listeners who go through this process eventually become clients, but others don't. This process isn't designed to turn every listener into a client. It's just an extension of the education that we try to offer on the show. But we can't give specific advice for your unique situation on the radio. So this is an opportunity for you to get answers to some of your specific questions, or maybe even answers to some questions that you didn't even know you needed to be asking. If you call right now and you're one of the next 10 callers, Not only will you get a financial review and second opinion package worth $499, but when you come in, you also get a copy of this brand new hot off the press special report that Coach Pete just released for radio listeners only. It's called the Retirement Alpha. It's a nine page special report about building a solid retirement in a zero interest environment. Now keep in mind folks, the review alone is worth $499, but this report is invaluable and could save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars in taxes through retirement. So for the next 10 callers, we'll make some time in our calendar to visit with you and give you this complimentary financial roadmap. Folks, don't miss this opportunity. This is the last time today we're opening up the lines, inviting you to call, get on the calendar, um, and put that financial roadmap together. Get an idea of a lot of complex financial world. Let Kevin and his team make it easy to understand. Here's that chance for you to get a true, practical financial review. And if you're listening, then give us a call. It's 800-998-5649. The next 10 callers get that comprehensive financial review, plus all the extras, the portfolio x-ray, the Social Security analysis, all 
All of that included, no cost, no obligation. It's a phone call away, 800-998-5649. Then when you, when you walk out the door, you'll have a roadmap. You'll have a guide that's going to help get you to where you need to be, and maybe where you see yourself when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. Kevin, as always, a pleasure to hang out with you. One of my favorite hours of the week right here. Yeah, Steve, it's, uh, it, it flies by. We had a lot to talk about this week and look forward to uh, all the calls. We're going to return the calls within an hour of the show ending. That sounds great, folks. Thanks for listening. We do appreciate it and hope that you found the information we presented today helpful. Let's do it again next week right here. Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.